0: decorating pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup. How you doing? You working? <laughs> you wanna be working? Uh are you sick of working? I am really sick of working in COVID. <laughs> and it seems like it's just the beginning. And I know I say this every week. I think it's exhausting. But um I know I'm not the only one. But um today I shot The Oval Office and I literally started a year ago this week on American Crime Story. So it was very like, whoa, a year ago. This is insane to, first of all, finally get to the set. Um, But secondly, like it's just the weirdest time and I think everyone feels the same. It, it went so fast. It was so slow. But um. Yeah, it was very exciting to see the Oval lit and um, being acted in. And um, it went over very well, I must say. So yeah, everyone was very happy. What's one up watching? Well, I watched Little Things, which is on HBO Max and is production designed by Michael Kornbluth and set decorated by Susan Benjamin. And I loved it. I was like, oh my God, I'm so thirsty for a movie that I think I really liked it just because you got Denzel and I liked it. And then I started talking to people about it and and then they put me down on it, but I liked it. And I know I didn't see it in a theater, but I was just really happy to see a movie and to see Denzel. I don't know. It made me excited for cinema again so i liked it and it was set in the early 90s so you know i'm doing 90s right now so you start checking all that comparing notes <laughs> they they were like early 90s so really it was 80s so i can't really compare but um the other thing i zipped through on netflix was dream home makeover i love a makeover Uh, uh, trading spaces and all that I I really you know really like that (sighs) but this again makes me mad makes me mad and jealous green green dark green jealous this interior designer Shay McGee where everything is white in Salt Lake City every one of her designs is the same And I understand, like, people are hiring her for that design, but when you're using the same exact tile in, like, six different people's houses, like, she's had to watch these episodes and been like, oh, damn, they picked the houses that I used the same materials in. Whoopsie. Well, it was every, every house, basically. She used the same materials over and over and over again. So, of course, it's going to look great. It's all white. It's all black, it's tone, it's very tonal in a white, like it's, I don't know. They just look all alike. And this one couple was like, oh, we had a really good time on our trip to Hawaii and we wanna experience that every time we walk into our bedroom. Can you design that? Now, if that's a set for me, you're gonna feel like you're in that space or that mindset. That's my achievement. That's what I'm trying to get to when I'm designing your room. She literally did, like, a, a thatched, I can't, she did, like, a thatched headboard, a picture of the ocean, which wasn't even Hawaii, and called it a day. Then it was, like, the shell, the shell uh, chandelier over the bed, it wasn't even real shells, like, it was, I I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't knock the person over the head with, like, Hawaii and have, like, you know, hula lay people at the door, but I sure as shit wouldn't put up a picture of like the Back Bay in New Hampshire and be like, "Here's your Hawaiian vacation room." It was a sin. I I doubt those people really liked it. I think they lied, but I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous that this chick has her own series on Netflix. And I know I can do it. I mean, I know other decorators probably watch these shows and think the same shit. I can do that. And I know I can do it, probably cheaper and faster. And they're making a ton of money. She's got like a Netflix deal. She's on season three of this. Isn't that crazy? Ugh, jealous. What else? I started this documentary on HBO Max called The Lady and the Dale about this woman... Elizabeth Carmichael, who's like an entrepreneur and has this crazy, crazy story of how basically he he was a man and he's a woman and he developed he so many different products and was kind of a shyster and then developed this car, the Dale in the 70s. I'm only in on episode two. I think there's four episodes. It's a documentary series on HBO Max. I'm enjoying it, though. I, I, they do the little like flashbacks in... The, like, cut-out little people. I don't know. I like it. It's a lot of work, I think. (laughs) So we are getting into award season. Today, the Golden Globes were announced. And um, this week also opens up the voting process for the Art Directors Guild, which goes, I think, in, like, four weeks. So um, art directors get voting. You know, the good place. (laughs) It's the last time you can vote for the good place. I mean, seriously. Um, but I am lucky enough in the next couple of weeks to share with you interviews from people who I think are gonna be i think I'm gonna be nominated because they've been nominated many times before because they're super talented. Um, this episode and next week, I'm speaking with set decorator Jen Pascal, who graced me with three and a half hours of me talking with her dragging every single piece of information I can from her because I just adore her she's got phenomenal stories she's super nice she's incredibly talented and I uh I'm breaking this up into two episodes because I'm about to roll off her resume and you are going to be fascinated with the amount of movies first of all that you've seen and then how she is so talented gets to bounce back between these super dark dramas and then like these almost slapstick comedies first of all she starts out with mr rogers i'll sink that in she starts out on mr rogers as like a scenic painter unbelievable she's working with uh george romero and day of the dead moving along she's doing tv movies she does The Handmaid's Tale in 1990, which I tried to get a hold of. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it before I talked to her. So many stars in that. Forever Young, uh, Arizona Dream, which was Johnny Depp's, like, first movie. She talks extensively about that horrible situation. <laughs> Not with Johnny, but just the whole thing. She does some Tales from the Crypt, Dracula Dead and Loving It with Mel Brooks. I mean, Hello. Then she's moving into, like, Mad City, Lansky, the Flintstones of Viva Rock Vegas, Gideon's Crossing, Boston Public, Training Day, Training Day, United States of Leland, Hollywood Homicide, Anchorman, Kicking and Screaming, Good Night and Good Luck, The Spiderwick Chronicles, Leatherheads, Four Christmases, You Again, Horrible Bosses, She did the ep- she did the pilot of Veep, yeah. Argo, The Internship, Ray Donovan, uh, Horrible Bosses 2, Anchorman 2, Sicario, All the Way, Why Him, Suburbicon, The Pilot of SWAT, she did the movie Vice that had an incredibly ridiculous amount of sets in like half the amount of time, Velvet Buzzsaw, Mank, upcoming, she already finished Top Gun Maverick, and She tells me what she's working on now, and you literally hear my jaw drop onto the floor and my head explode at the same time. I had to cut out about 45 minutes of this interview because she started to talk about her new gig, which she's not allowed to talk about. Not that she gave me any secret, secret details, but we talked, you know, we talked shop, and I couldn't, sorry, I love you, but I could, I can't, I can't share all that. She's working on the new Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ah, uh, like the Mandalorian, but it's Obi-Wan. Ah, uh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. You you can feel my jealousy when you hear that. So here's the thing. This career could not be one episode. Let's be honest. It's too good. So I'm giving you two. This episode we're focusing on her black and white George Clooney world. Um first of good night and good luck which she worked with George Clooney multiple times. She said he's super nice. And then we jump into her work on Mank, which I told you to watch. That was your homework. And I'm sure will be nominated for many awards. Already was today for the Golden Globe Awards. She also talks about um, how this year is like an asterisk year in the um, Motion Picture Academy, which she is on the board of. So that's interesting too about you know the fate of movies and voting it's um she's got the insider track there so next week let me just tell you she talks about her start in pittsburgh with mr rogers on uh, decorating the handmaid's tale how she's basically a a, a crypt and blood like f- expert from working on training day um We both really dork out about the Oval Office dressings and um, our Facebook resources. (laughs) She got Harrison Ford drunk. That's good. That's next week. And so, yeah, it was too good. I had to give you two episodes. So I hope you enjoy. Enjoy. I can't even say lucky, but you have such a great relationship with Jim Bissell, Good Night and Good Luck, The Spiderwick Chronicles, which is gorgeous, Leatherhead's You Did Period, Suburbicon, which I re-watched, is so uncomfortable. <laughs> I love that movie. It's really uncomfortable to watch. really
1: uncomfortable.
0: Velvet Buzzsaw, I mean, is it really a collaboration that you just are like what do you whatever you got him doing with you because you're comfortable with him
1: he's really he's really fun to work with he's um i was again i was nervous on hollywood homicide um was our first one together um and krista monroe our, our director friend introduced me to to jim and um I, that one was kind of it was really fun and it was um we were nervous about Harrison Ford because the UPM, I don't know if you knew this story, but um, I forget which show it was called what lies beneath.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With Michelle Pfeiffer and Robert Demeckis. Right. Right.
1: Did you hear that Harrison Ford showed up on the set and hated it and made them change everything? No. And I think it was Karen O'Hara who's like, an amazing decorator she's like one of the best ever and he hated it he said this isn't my character and blah 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 and they had to shut down and she had to reach they had to reshop it redo it and it it, it was crazy so this was right after Hollywood Homicide was like a year or so after Mm. so the UPM called me into her office and said okay, here's the deal. You can't let that happen.
0: <laughs> like, well, how the hell am I supposed to? then he has to be a part of it, I guess. I don't know.
1: Right. And so I, I, I don't know how, I, what do I, who am I, you know, who am I, right, to, <laughs> to, to, to say, you know, this is what we're doing. So we were building a club and it was kind of a, not punk, but it was like a graffiti, you know, sort of concrete urban club.
0: Pl- right.
1: Pl- So we built that and, um, we had, I had, I did boards for all the other sets that were coming up and we were doing Harrison's whole house. So I was freaked out about that. We were building it and it was Spanish style. So I had done all these boards and we pinned them up in the hallway. And the plan was he was coming to visit. He was going to walk through the bar and walk through stuff with the director. And, then we were gonna get him, and we were gonna walk him through all the, all the boards and, and mm. our plans for all the other sets. Smart. So, well, <laughs> here's the smart part that I did. I knew that he liked scotch.
0: So you got him drunk before.
1: <laughs> I did. Good. I put, <laughs> I put the bait out. I put a bottle. Of, I bought a bottle of Belvini. Nice on a tray with two rocks glasses an ice bucket filled it with ice and I just left it on the bar set that they were walking through. He took the bait got totally schnockered came out to meet with Jim and I. We looked at all the boards and he was like oh this is great.
0: (laughs) You this is why you're the queen. That is so smart.
1: So I got a high five from the director.
0: (laughs) He should it was hilarious. He should have bought you a full bottle.
1: <laughs> it was hilarious, but it worked.
0: That's so awesome. That my, uh, That's the best story ever, Jan. <laughs> I got Harrison Ford drunk to approve my sets.
1: <laughs> so then we're shooting, right? And I get, we're in his set and I get this crazy call you have to come to the set from the A.D. You know, when the A.D. calls you. you, oh, you know there's something
0: partner, wrong. Right? Yeah.
1: So the A.D. calls me. you got to come back. Harrison wants to talk to you. I'm like, oh, what, what does he hate? You know, he, he liked it in the morning when I opened the set. Why doesn't he like it now? What am I going to do? So I'm racing across town like a lunatic. Like, oh, my God. Oh yeah, because it's not
0: like we're always there.
1: Right. Yeah. I was on. I was way on the next set, you know, right. whatever, shopping. So I come racing back and I'm waiting, waiting, waiting between takes and finally I said, okay, I'm here and they got him to come over and he said okay, so where did you get that table? Uh, Like, are you serious? He wanted to know where I got one of the tables. He really liked one of the end tables. How much did you pay for that? Do you think I could buy that at the end? And I'm like, dude, he said I know, this is why I heart attack city racing across town oh my God. all the way back down to sony Ugh. and i said he said well you know and i said you know it's not it's a it's a knockoff it's not a it's not a real it's not that great you know i only paid a couple hundred bucks for it but it's a good knockoff you know it looks right but it's not high quality i don't know if you'd be happy with that and he said well i could probably make one because he's a
0: carpenter
1: a carpenter and i go he goes yeah, that's a crazy idea. <laughs> so it was just insane. It was totally insane. I got this heart attack yeah. thinking that I ate something and I'm going to have to redecorate it and the UPM is going to fire me because she warned me at of time. And he just wants to know how much I paid for the table.
0: But isn't that such a dick move in a sense of like, hey, can somebody just ask the decorator, you know, when she gets right. a chance? where did they because they they all think we're standing around waiting on yeah 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 i got nothing to do (laughs) yeah Uh, being called to set is uh, the worst it's it's it it gives me such shits and like heart attacks and like ulcers and like if i'm on set there's something wrong i say it all the time yeah Yeah. it's a real bummer Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. Well, All I want to do is go through that first take and get out of there. <laughs> so Yeah. Or when the onset calls, my ha- my heart oh. just drops. It's yeah. the worst.
1: Tell me it's something good. <laughs> yeah. Somebody wants
0: to know where that tables from, right? <laughs> Did um you also have worked time and time again now with George Clooney? Yeah. Is he also a uh, Demanding so, as a director? Not at all. No.
1: He's so amazing. I absolutely love working with him. He, when we did Good Night and Good Luck, was the, I, I worked with him on Syriana, but I didn't really have much interaction with him. Mm-hmm. That was a rough experience, Syriana. But um, when we did Good Night, we only had, it was $7 million was what we had. And, um we had we were on one stage at CBS Radford and there were fourteen sets within that stage. So we were recreating the CBS studios and you know, sort of cheating it. He and he and Jim have this great chemistry and Jim had done all this SketchUp, um, sketch up and they would walk through the sets on SketchUp mm. before it was being built and they made adjustments and Jim was amazing with that. He was one of the, I think he was one of the first people that really embraced all of that. Mm. You know? So as it was being built, George would come every single day with his video camera and he would walk the sets as they were being built. Karen Higgins was our construction coordinator. Who's amazing. And, um, he would walk and he would work out his camera angles and his shots. And, if there was an issue, he would go right to Jim and talk about it, and then he would solve it as it was being built, because we didn't have a cent to waste, and it's just, it was great. It was, he was, they were so smart about it, and they really worked everything out ahead of time. Like, there was, he realized that the walls were only so high, and that he was going to get in trouble. We would see the studio ceiling, you know, the, the grid, so he said, well, how, do you have any money left?
0: Do you have any ceilings?
1: So, no, not for ceilings, but we put ductwork in, because Karen didn't have enough money oh. for ceilings. Or headers. and Or headers. Yeah. I mean, we were really poor. So,
0: and isn't um, that surprising? That <laughs> you're, like, begging for every dime on the George Clooney movie?
1: Well, it was his one of his first...
0: Right, right. It was his
1: second directing job, and... And it was a little black and white movie that they thought nobody would look at, really.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Besides the Academy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. But the interesting thing, and different from doing black and white this time, was Krista, I still have this little card. Krista figured out she had um, the painter do a a grayscale paint test. Mm -hmm. We did a camera test because we shot it on film. And we picked out the colors, you know. We picked out, our, we made our own grayscale from a real grayscale, and those were our colors. So I couldn't afford to paint anything, I couldn't afford to reupholster anything. Wow, couldn't afford anything. So, what I did was I took our grayscale and I would go into prop houses, Heidi and I mostly. I only had Heidi for a couple of weeks, it was mostly me, but we ran we would go into places and i would take a picture matching with our grayscale and i never printed anything in in color i printed only in black and white hmm. and it was all like jim would drill into me its shapes and values right so that's all we worried about with shapes and values so
0: is that like, free is that is it
1: it was it was a little ner- it was a little scary
0: scary yeah
1: um, it was it was scary, but it was also, it was a bit freeing, you know, because the, ner- the most nerve-wracking thing was when we were ready to show George the dress set, and we said, you know, like, there were um, AD stands, you know, the stage manager stands. Right. Some of them were, like, pink and purple and turquoise because they had been used on, like, game shows or something. Right. So um, we said, okay, we remember that we can't paint anything, so it's a cacophony of color in there. And the desks didn't match, but the, the value was the same in the grayscale. That's
0: so interesting. I didn't really put it in the perspective of an actor war- walking onto a set and seeing pinks and purples and bright greens or something, and it being like, oh okay that's
1: what these people right (laughs) (laughs) but he was like i totally get it i really i appreciate it i get it no problem and he he it it worked and and he bought it
0: well i mean Um, the the same for wardrobe and his hair and everything in between i mean it's it's i'm sure it was easier to do mank in a sense of picking out black and white photos because couldn't you just use your phone right away to see black and white yes
1: Yes. we used the noir filter yeah he and don uh fincher and don had done some tests and they realized that if we set our iphones to the noir filter that was going to be the same as the red camera Mm. they were using because it was it was high dynamic range and it was it was a different way to capture the image um, then because when when don interviewed me i was like oh i've done black and white and he's like no 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 this is totally different and it really and truly was
0: it was different how like how just
1: uh, whites were different um oh. whites were actually better than other colors, which is totally contrary to what we all deal with all the time. Right. We always live in fear of DPs and white. Yeah. So I got, for our camera test, I got an array of pillowcases from white to gray, like all different grays and off whites and you know how we usually do all the tech colors. Yeah. But I got white, white and white and slightly off white and then I did a whole thing down to dark gray and we ended up because he's in bed for half the Yeah, movie, he's in
0: bed for half the right? movie <laughs> so
1: I'm like freaking out about what color sheets are they going to be and white was perfect wow it was it was the weirdest thing I, I I was shocked I was really shocked and we we all watched it on dailies and and Fincher sent me a note through the thing, and I said, "I think it, you know, this A, A, B, C. I had them all lettered. I think A or B works better." And he he agreed with me. And so that's we actually used white, white. Wow. And I would never in a million years have guessed that. No. And on the night I couldn't use white
0: because it, was, it reflected maybe too it, much, right? It was
1: too much. And the lighting was completely different too. Right it was that was old-fashioned lighting and and we
0: were using led up. led i worked with um eric messerschmidt on bones years ago oh, really? when he was the gaffer yeah was a gaffer. yeah uh, um i was glad to to see that he's uh, working <laughs> no he's a good guy um no i've i've seen him work his work i mean he did gone girl i mean he's done he's been with fincher for a while And I love Mindhunter, so um, I'm a big fan of his lighting already. But I'm sure you really had to be in on those camera tests. Like, even now, in my little world, we're camera testing so much because they're shooting it as um, very dark. Like, basically, I'm like, set deck is lighting the sets. There's no, as we kind of all are now, we're lighting the sets which is great cinematically. And I mean, yeah. it's been done for years, but it seems like more and more I see less lights coming into the set. Yes. Less set lights coming into the set and more practicals. And that's always worrisome that it's going to look like a lamp store.
1: <laughs> exactly, but, uh, but they're all modified, right?
0: Right. Well, yes. and or like we can't use certain bulbs they have to be, everything has to be dimmable.
1: Ours, they changed them all to LEDs. Oh. Almost, not all of them, but almost all of them. We did some tests with different bulbs. We got some vintage bulbs and tried those. So they let us use vintage bulbs or they would do LEDs and dial it up.
0: We're using all vintage bulbs, no LED. Wow. So now when you find a lamp that you like and it's LED, you can't use it on the opposite world but wow. and then for mank versus uh good night and good luck did you look back and be like oh i know what table could work there <laughs> it's still sitting at sony or i mean it was built every, you built everything
1: we built we built the we built Hearst castle right yeah so the salon where you see mayor's birthday party yeah, this room as the it's changed over for the dining room?
0: Oh, oh, I see. So it's the same fireplace. He, he moved.
1: The, there were two fireplaces in the salon, and then he moved. He moved those out and reconfigured the bigger one at the end for the fire for the dining room. Oh right. And then he paneled the walls.
0: I. So, uh, I heard that they, they did that scene over a hundred times.
1: Uh, probably. Yeah. It, a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. A lot. He likes a lot of takes. I heard. I
0: heard. I heard. He I heard specifically about that scene. A hundred yeah. takes. Because Amanda. Well, rehearsed at least
1: 30 times. The day before. And Ooh. then did the scene. Because I watched the rehearsal. And I was like, seriously? Are they still did. They're still rehearsing. It
0: was wild that's a but, lot that's a
1: lot um, we, we built the 22 chairs oh um they were I found one I got an array of chairs to show David and we we all like this one chair the best and it was from Arte D'Amico
0: mm. a so wonderful I to, resource
1: I love them yeah so, and They're I good. went to them and said um you make 22 of these in four weeks
0: and they laughed and laughed <laughs> sure.
1: okay, no problem it was amazing they cranked out 22 oh my
0: god and that table
1: the table was i found the base i found three bases that i liked at mitchell lived mm. but they weren't quite big enough and so Then I needed to replicate those so to make matching set. So um, Arte made some of those and then they made the side tables. And then the tabletop was Alan and Elder made it at Omega. At Omega.
0: Oh, my God. Was it like 30, 35 feet long? How much? Yeah.
1: 34. Yeah. Uh, uh, But Trish, Trish Gallagher Glenn was our prop master. Mm Mm-hmm. She, she dragged her family before we started. She dragged her family to Hearst Castle for a tour, and she was like taking all these detailed pictures. So there, she got a picture of the. end, There were two tables. I was freaked out because I thought, how are we going to move one table if it's thirty-four feet long? Yeah, he, Hearst actually had two tables
0: pushed together.
1: Pushed together, but they were from a monastery and spain or something. right so, but it gave us the liberty to so i made it three so that if they had to move them for camera so i had a 12 i think a 12 and then 11 11 something like that and um, you did but alan made the tops and he made them he matched the, the wood because they're keystone
0: oh the my
1: god and then they have this little keystone on the ends
0: the fabrication at Omega is so impressive oh.
1: Elders, a magician.
0: Yeah, it's I really, mean, yeah. so many times I've seen the praises of like oh, Omega. Omega made it. Like, couldn't have done it without you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a
1: magician. He really is, and Alan is so passionate about it.
0: He has that uh, that staff that he made for the uh, the com- they, they, yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's a House of Representatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They-
1: he sent me a picture of the block of wood, and then every day he would send the picture as the eagle emerged from it.
0: it oh, incredible. incredible.
1: Elder just carved it.
0: That's incredible.
1: He's, he's such an artisan. It's just amazing.
0: Um, and then you did the zoo back there. Was well, that, was that yeah, fun? That was, I bet that not. Walk,
1: that walk was in, like, four different places at Huntington. Oh! So, so when he wakes up in the bed, right, right? That was at Getty Villa.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Which he wakes up in the bed at Getty Villa and that was a whole redress.
0: I David love Getty Villa.
1: Stuff out and bring our stuff in. And David Smith actually found that material, that, that embroidery that he wakes up on. It was, a, it was a drapery panel that we made into a, a comforter.
0: Oh, beautiful. Uh,
1: so then he walks down the hallway with the tapestries hanging at Getty Villa. And that was all. Most it was like half their dressing and half our dressing. And then he walks out of Huntington Gardens tea room <laughs> and crosses the lawn. And um, for that for the filming scene but they they walked all over Huntington Gardens and we we had to make those poles the light poles oh yeah specific so we had like i think there were two different styles it was like i needed a spreadsheet just for the light posts and where they played and how many there were it is very
0: specific though those light posts you're right because i've 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 been to hearst castle and like that whole pool room and then but the lighting throughout the whole the landscaping is so unique that I really thought you shot it at Hearst Castle. <laughs> oh, yay! I was like, wow, well, how they get that permit? That's cool.
1: What a bunch of people have said that, and that's like the best compliment. But oh, Don, man. he was amazing how he pieced it together. So they walk on one section of Hearst Castle, and he built the wall, and we added the lights, and then the animals were CG. And then he, they walked to another section, another different. Portion of the of the light uh, uh, wall that he built with wrought iron and lights again, and then they walk. (laughs) There's a place called the Pasadena Princess that has like a maze of a garden. So then they walk through there, and we had to take statues and lights there. Jesus, and that's where the elephants were.
0: Oh, that big opening. Yep. Oh, right. And
1: And then they walk. More and they end up at the up at the fountain, and we brought the benches and the statues because we can't you can't move their statues. <laughs> at the and I swear to God, I know that you've worked at Huntington. The
0: it's there, the dozy. Oh, oh my God! Just shoot me. They
1: were on steroids. They're the they're they were-
0: super nice, worst people ever. <laughs>
1: oh my God! They. The, oh my god. They are was... too
0: into their job. They're way too into their jobs. They gotta loosen up a little. We're spending a lot of money here to shoot this. We're gonna be fine. It's gonna be alright. Don't yell at yeah. me. <laughs> yell at the grips. Don't yell at us. Yeah. Don't we're not doing damage. Oh
1: my god, we had to bring the eight thousand pound or the five thousand pound crane from History for Hire. That big movie crane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to bring that down. And they would not let us come in the back Of course they
0: wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't. They always have a different... You can't just go the direct route. You have to go all the way around the whole thing. So when she's playing, what, Joan of Arc? That's at the Huntington? Well, (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes and no. (laughs) When he looks down and sees her, that was at the Huntington. So we had the whole thing, Ah. we shot them there. And... He wasn't happy with it. David wasn't happy with it. So then we reshot it. Don had to find another place that you could believe was the that same place, right? Right. Because we all swore that we would not go back to Huntington. I said I, I really said if if we're if they're reshooting it at Huntington, I'm not going. Yeah. And nobody would go back. It it's, was so horrible. It was like one of the worst experiences we've ever had. And
0: it's a sin because Look at the production value it gives to. I mean, I've shot, uh, I've shot everything there. I've shot everything yeah. there.
1: Yeah, a
0: lot of the good place was there, and yeah. it's every time we'd come back, like throughout the season, and they would still. And my producers were like, Oh, "We got it. We're gonna have to shoot at the Huntington." Everyone's like, "Oh, uh, you hear like a groan." <laughs> like, "Uh, yeah." Now, it
1: wasn't this bad the last time? Because we shot some advice there, and they were nice, and it was not a problem. I don't remember it being the problem that it was on, on Meg. It was horrid.
0: I wonder if I don't know. Maybe they've stepped it. I don't know. Maybe they got hurt, Maybe. I don't know. But it was it, it always seems like just a nightmare for, for me every time we go. Yeah.
1: It is. And the rules change from when we scouted to when we got there. Yes, <laughs> Yes. And then they change from one day to the next.
0: You can't like walk through anything. It's just well for anyone it's this beautiful beautiful like oh, arboretum is an arboretum Arb- it's a yeah. like you yeah. go down this way and it's a japanese garden and you go the other exactly. way and it's a desert and or it's a rose garden like it's gorgeous gorgeous landscaping and you know we all take advantage of it because you're in southern california you're not going to get this everywhere so but they just are so strict with what you can and can't do, and where you can walk, and where you can put the camera, and where you can, people can eat. And it's just, it's really a headache. <laughs> it
1: is. Funny, the gate that God did us in, it was like when we scouted, they said, Yeah, you can just pull your truck in this gate, unload, and leave. And we were like, That's great. And, and then when we got up there, it was no. No. One truck at a time. Yeah. On the top with an escort, wait yeah. for the escort.
0: Yeah. The docients or whatever Dosies? Yeah. docents,
1: and and I had Winnie and her tent people come.
0: Oh my God!
1: <laughs> <laughs> God bless her, but it's not the whole thing. Winnie is
0: a treasure.
1: A treasure. A treasure but is a who?
0: Uh who runs L.A. Circus? Is it L.A. Circus? Who? If you've done, a if you've seen a, a circus <laughs> scene in a movie, Winnie has probably helped do it. They, I've yeah, I, I've, uh, I've also used her many times. But you
1: hurt guys with the docents. You don't.
0: That don't mix. No, that's a nightmare. They're like carny people in with people having four o'clock tea and crumpets. <laughs> that's that don't work.
1: Exactly. It was insane.
0: And then you actually shot where Meg oh, yes. lived, right? Or where he was in bed. That well, ranch.
1: Oh, well, the exterior. The exterior. Where he really wrote the script in Victorville. Wow. It's on the Kemper Campbell Ranch, and the same family still owns it. And it is a dry place, supposedly. Um,
0: dry like no well, alcohol or dry like no water?
1: I like no alcohol? Oh. They've carved up the rooms and there are some questionable folks that rent the rooms there, but that's funny. But the family is super nice, really, really sweet, excuse me, but he really did write the script there.
0: And the, but the so, interiors is a set.
1: We, yeah, yeah, we
0: built. Um, was there pictures of the interior of like what he had going on? No. No.
1: We, we just kind of.
0: That's good. Yeah. You get the freedom.
1: Uh, yeah, the, the the device over the bed with the the pull up
0: for his broken. was Really,
1: it was in a book about Mankiewicz. Oh, because he really was in an accident, and he really did have that device over his bed.
0: I think uh, Gary Oldman was amazing.
1: He was amazing. I I
0: I feel like I wanted more Orson Wells. I wanted more. Like, oh, now we start shooting and then, you know, yeah. I don't, I, I, I think I didn't realize that that wasn't what it was about. <laughs> it <laughs> so was then I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, but then I was like, well, where's the movie I thought I was going to see? <laughs> yeah. But what an extraordinary uh, project because of, I mean, it's Citizen Kane i mean it
1: pretty, yeah it was fun it was it was hard as hell and we only had they kept pushing back our prep ugh. so trish and i started on the same day and we had eight weeks
0: that's it Ooh. that was hard that's and hard
1: we a lot of sets. there were a lot of sets.
0: i mean just the construction of all that Hearst castle doesn't that doesn't yeah. seem was that like up first <laughs>
1: no but the salon where the birthday party is i you can i'm sure you can appreciate this they were behind construction was behind sure so why not right <laughs> so we shot we i got to sort of rough in a little bit the day before thanksgiving
0: <laughs> and then they shot it on monday <laughs>
1: uh, so we had to come in on saturday and shoot it And they still had painters in there painting the floor.
0: But yeah, of course they're painting the floor.
1: I had a day and a couple hours to dress the salon.
0: Why do they do it?
1: It was like, like on that Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I would like run in with something and run back out just to say, okay, maybe that tapestry can hang there. Let's see if it fits. Okay, I yeah. Have to take it down because they're still painting the walls. Oh, it was brutal.
0: It really so doesn't make do me happy that uh, you were treated like this because I have such a uh, like pedestal that like you get a week and a half for every set, and they know that Jan's coming in, so that there's no hope. There's no hope for any of us if you're dressing wet paint sets. <laughs> it was-
1: Literally, you know how you fold up the edges of the carpet so they can paint the finish painting the floors, yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: And then construction says they're done with the set, (laughs) yeah. Construction says they're done with the set, and yet there's uh, a guy in every doorway putting handles on, so then you can't get any dressing into the set, which is always nice. But they're done with it, they're done,
1: done. and we just have a little aging to do,
0: yeah. And you all thank God we all wear masks now because oh my god. Our lungs are shot.
1: I tell you, it's my biggest fear. It really is. There are two things that I think the pandemic has me really um, concerned about, and I noticed this prepping the one I'm on now, is that we get most of our information by eavesdropping in the art department and looking over the shoulders of, of the set designers and the art director you know you're in there peeking around and go oh what's that and yeah. how, how big is how big is that room yeah because you never get the drawings until the last second right Yeah. No. so you need to if you have to have a rug made or whatever yeah you need to know you have so to you snoop. gotta you gotta be a detective and go sneak around and poke in with people and make friends and go hey
0: <laughs> what, you, what about that what's why is that, that? closet oh, so big
1: <laughs> what's the size of that window yeah i mean it's crazy You know, just to get yardage for fab for for drapes.
0: Oh, no. And then get the everything's a rush with drapery because you can never do it to the last minute.
1: Right? And I Kim, I kid you not, before I started this show, unsolicited, ten people said to me, Watch out for the drapery. Fincher Fincher has a thing about drapery. And I will
0: So does Ryan Murphy. I'm with you
1: seriously yeah god they said he will take a pencil and roll it under the hem
0: <laughs> oh I don't I, I didn't get pleats, that no.
1: make sure the pleats are even yeah. and I was a wreck and so I kept you know poor Tony Carrillo <laughs> I kept saying Tony no you have to make sure <laughs> absolutely insane and he is such a magician he is so great everything was perfect Venture actually complimented
0: oh drapes. that's fantastic
1: i was so thrilled and i would just run to tony i would call him and go um, he said he loved your drapes, that's he loved
0: your that's so drapes. good
1: yeah it was uh,
0: i haven't gotten I any going. notes and i take that as a compliment
1: absolutely
0: <laughs> oh yeah so i'll take totally. it i yeah i've heard that like like even the first day the drape was letting in a little bit of light on the side and the on dresser was like fixed on it and he was like I'm telling you right now he is not gonna shoot until this is straight and I was like okay I'm like you know what works sometimes I bring in my hair straightener and I put that down and I make my crimps myself <laughs> he's like what and I'm like no 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 it's in our kit let me go get it I was like because I was ready I was like this is not gonna go I gotta I got to be prepared for the drapery thing on every set and and I am. It's like it's like you said once they are fixated on something and then we know about it, it's a constant worry.
1: That's terrifying. Yeah. It was I just lived in fear of the drape's not working. I know. You know the fabric that's floings at the bottom. It's too you
0: know? I know. It's too stiff to be a drape. It's too stiff to be a drape. Why did someone give me this sample? Why would someone do that to me? That's what I always pick. I always pick the wrong fabric.
1: Venture even said that to me at the beginning. He's like, now "You got to make sure that you get the right fabric because I don't want any drapes going like that." Yeah. Yep. And like, yep. He said, I'm, "I'm a little, I'm a little funny about drapes." He even admitted oh. it to me.
0: He sounds like he's approachable, at least.
1: Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, he he was he was very nice to me all the time.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: To say. He really was and he gave me a big hug at the end so that oh was well really, that's
0: good that
1: was nice that was a big
0: deal i'm really fine if nobody knows my name <laughs> <Me
1: too. laughs> we do. always used to say that because she was my lead for 25 years right,
0: right.
1: So we finish a job and they don't know who i am i'm good with yep that. <laughs> totally fine
0: totally fine i'm totally fine it's- being under the radar do you do you have uh i'm not gonna keep you much longer because i know that it's getting late and i'm sorry i have so many i told you all these questions i had um but i do want to hit do you have any rituals that you do when you start a project Hmm. well
1: i am a research freak yeah i'll dig deep and i kind of Um, I don't know if it's a ritual, but when I'm when I'm shopping, like if I walk through a prop house or a, or a store an antique store or something, I'll walk through with one character in my head mm-hmm. and then I'll walk through with another character in my head. you know I'll walk the same I'll go through again yeah. the same path but thinking like a different you know if you're when you're yeah. building the character. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't know, I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you can say, oh yeah, I know, this will work in this set, this will work in that set, and you can shop for multiple sets at the same time, but for the character pieces, I really try to do it from the head of that person. Right. You know.
0: That's such a good thing, because I find myself like, my daughter, my sister, my daughter, my sister, my daughter, my sister. (laughs) Walking around like antique malls, like Linda Trip Monica, Linda Trip Monica. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I should slow down and just do one person at a time. But you're so stretched for time that uh, I I guess I guess I do, or you try to do that, but then you see something and it's like a shiny toy, and then you're like, oh Monica or whatever. But yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> But it is true in prep when you have a minute.
1: When you have a minute. Yeah.
0: To be able to do that. That is good. That is a good tip. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know really any other ritual, you know, trying to just focus and and I can't really, I'm a really slow reader because I have to visualize every page Mm. before I turn the page. So I kind of have to I have to see it in my head, yeah. And walk around the room in my head before I can.
0: Don't you? Don't you find that? uh, Because I do that a lot too with the scene. I would have shot it completely different. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: That's why we do what we do. Yes.
0: I would (laughs) have. I would have started on the sofa and pulled out to the lamp. (laughs) We started on these great sheets. (laughs) <laughs> uh, are you watching anything now that's inspiring
1: uh, i'm trying to jam uh to watch oscar you know contenders
0: oh god Are i mean i'm so out of i don't even know what's going on who's who's contending i mean
1: well there's there's a bunch of stuff that's Unfortunately, a couple of them are just coming out now. Like, I want to watch News of the World. I have a screen oh, tomorrow night.
0: The Tom Hanks. I
1: heard that's really good. Oh, good. Elizabeth Keenan did that one.
0: Yeah, I, I, that looks really good. Looks good. Yeah. So, is so, Mank eligible?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Good, good, good.
1: We had, we had a release date. We were supposed to come out in October. Right. On screen.
0: It only yeah. takes one day now, and you're. <laughs>
1: I know. Well, at the academy, we're calling it the asterisk year,
0: right? Because you're a- you're on the board and you're helping to make these decisions of like, okay, the asterisk year is that we you don't have to have at least one day in the in the theater. Right. So it, it was used to be one week. One week. In Sorry,
1: New York and and Los Angeles. Wow. But this year, it was. I think the, the theory was that if it was supposed to be released in a theater, then it would automatically qualify. But I think they might have widened the crack a little bit for some of the streaming movies. Mm. But, and we extended the deadline, so it's not January, or it's not December 31st now, it's February 28th, I think.
0: Oh, wow. And then... Do you think that that helps just cinema in general to open up to more films?
1: I think there've been people dragging their feet at the Academy for a while not wanting to acknowledge streaming.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think you know, we really do want to promote these the cinematic experience. Yeah. But, you know, people's home... I mean, I went out and bought a new television. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to see Meg. On, I knew I wouldn't see it on the big screen. Nice! <laughs> I went out and bought a 65-inch oh, you new know, That's what
0: I have. I can't live without it. Right? Yep. Uh,
1: and, and and I knew that there would be a lot more screeners that I'd have to stream this year. And so I think... I, I think... It, I think it's not a bad thing. I think that it opens up to a lot more uh, independence.
0: Yeah, which has really been lost a lot in the last, I would say, at least decade. The independent film has really gone away. Yeah. And I hope that that helps.
1: It's either swept the Oscars because it's movies that only, (laughs) you know, 10,000 people have seen. Right. Or it's, it's been swept away, you know, and having done a lot of little movies in the past, you know, you feel like,
0: yeah, I mean, because they're really good movies.
1: Yeah.
0: There's There's really, really good independent little stories. Yeah. And that, and those are things that we all, we all watch these independent films and look at like the Coen brothers, I mean, started out like, like. You'd look at, like, all these... Pe- Fincher was in music videos. I mean, yeah. people start in these small worlds, and that and needs to be celebrated, too. Because it can't just be the Independent Spirit Awards, yeah. <laughs> either. <laughs> you know? No. And least, even
1: then, it's gotten more commercial. Yeah,
0: very much so. And
1: from, from when it started, it's a lot different.
0: Yeah. I, um... I I. I mean... Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when theaters are coming back. I think that's hard.
1: I do too. I mean, you. I, I, you, I wanted to see Meg on the big screen. I know.
0: We'll
1: see. Maybe you know that the, one of the uh, location guys was funny. He he put up on Facebook that he drove four hundred miles so that he could see the movie and his name on the big screen. I don't know where he went. Oh Arizona. my
0: god!
1: That's so awesome. <laughs> it was really sweet.
0: Yeah, I I'm especially mank being in black and white and seeing it up there. That is special. That is something really nice. I'm oh, sure wow. I'm sure I'm sure at some point there's going to be re-releases of films that didn't get their day. I think so. I hope so.
1: Yeah. They keep moving top gun. So now we're we were supposed to open
0: October, right?
1: In July. Oh,
0: July, yeah. Well, July. And then-
1: it moved to Christmas and now it's back to ju- next July. I heard that that might even move further. So we'll see. I guess it depends on what. I know. The poor Navy guys are all just so interesting.
0: And what are you working on now? Can you say or no?
1: Um, the new Obi Wan Kenobi series.
0: What? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like Mandalorian.
0: What? Like, you are? Yeah. Do you need a buyer? Can I quit my world? i just Are you kidding? No, it's
1: pretty exciting. Oh. Yeah.
0: Cause it's I nice. mean I was so je- I was so jealous of Rosemary Brandenburg. I'm like, how did you get to do Star Wars? <laughs> I
1: wow. So guess now I'm getting her stuff they're shipping her in containers the stuff that you. rosemary made is being shipped to me because they're moving everything away from london oh so i have eight containers of dressing from wait a from minute my mind, from rosemary.
0: my mind is and, being blown hold on i gotta i gotta take a second here wait insane. a minute is it because i just i finished Mandalorian? now are you into star wars you know,
1: I, I I was at the beginning and then yeah. I skipped like the middle.
0: Yeah, well, you and, did. You do not need that.
1: And then the last couple, I, and I went. Rosemary did was amazing.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, uh, if you're doing Obi one, though, you might want to go back and look at those three because he's in it a lot. We're, but
1: we're between three and four is uh, where our where it's our a long play.
0: it's a long road. Those three is <laughs> a long yeah. road.
1: Well, I've watched one through four like four times in the last couple months.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. We're excited. Can but all the crew are really into it, so I'm really happy.
0: Can I ask you this? <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, is it the same type of filming as The Mandalorian with all the screens? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Wow
1: mind-blowing.
0: Wow.
1: Mind-blowing. It's called the Volume.
0: There's like three or four stages now that are built just for that around the city.
1: Uh, they built a new one for, that we're going to use that's like Mandalorian has theirs over here and ours is across the lot in another stage. And it's a little bit... I think it's a little smaller, slightly. But we did a camera test on the Mandalorian one and I my... Jaw just was on the ground the whole time.
0: I really, really, really want to experience that as a decorator of where you start and stop. (laughs) Don't oh please, if anyone, it's you. But where you start and stop, and then how fascinating how you have to have all this shit made.
1: It's it is fascinating. It's crazy. It's Kim. It's amazing. Honestly on our test day they pulled up you know where where han solo had the millennium millennial i can't say millennium millennium falcon Falcon. (laughs) my my tongue doesn't go right but in the landing bay yeah from from episode four right they pulled that up on the screen as just for a test and it felt like you were standing there. I had, I, I, was, thinking, <laughs> I was like, I totally kicked out. I was like, I know yeah. where we are.
0: <laughs> oh my God. That's so incredible.
1: It's insane. It's totally insane. It's 360 plus the, the ceiling. The whole ceiling is CG also.
0: It's gotta be so great for the actors.
1: Oh my God. It, it, I, I, it's incredible it's just I mean it's for us it's daunting because there are things that we have to give to the virtual art department to photograph so that they can then digitize it which is a whole other
0: yeah right I was I was just talking to uh, Ron Franco and he's doing that Chippendales and he said every piece of furniture had to be photographed and some yeah. sets they just took pictures of and then it was done and like he's like you know we used to be afraid that all this digital would take our jobs. He's like, but they're far from having a a library oh, yeah. to replace us. I'm not worried about it anymore. And I was like, I never thought about it. <laughs> For
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But even with this, you can't not decorate it. You can't not design it. It still has to be designed. And a lot of it. A lot of it. <laughs> but then are you, like, well, probably not you, but like Mandalorian, there was a lot of desert scenes and I'm like, they're somewhere out there. They're doing some desert work or something. It can't all be in that bubble. I don't oh, believe it.
1: No, there's, <laughs> there, there's definitely locations. And they have a whole back lot, too. Mm. And we're going to have a different back lot
0: from them. Well, it's a different time. You can't share the same back lot, obviously. <laughs> obviously, Jan. <laughs>
1: sure, they've changed the buildings by then. They remodeled by then.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, it's... You... It has the potential to be a lot
0: of fun. Wait, did you answer me? It... Are you watching? No. What are you watching? Are you oh, watching?
1: Um, you know what I did love <laughs> is. Uh... <laughs> um, Nomadland. Did you see? Have you seen that? No.
0: What's that on? Is that on Netflix?
1: Uh, I think it's on Netflix. I'm
0: is it British? Sure.
1: No, it's um, oh. Frances McDormand.
0: Oh, I love her.
1: And, uh, uh, I can't pronounce the director's name. Ch- it's a woman director.
0: I got to write that down. Yeah, oh,
1: it's man. it's 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 tough to watch, but it's really good.
0: Ugh. Really I like good. that.
1: <laughs> it's really it's pretty amazing.
0: Oh, I'm going to hit that. I just uh, started you, but I'm buzzing through that really quickly, so I'll, I I could hit that up pretty soon. <laughs>
1: It's good. There have been a couple, but I love the prom.
0: Yeah. Wasn't it so like fun? Yeah.
1: It was, it was really fun. fun.
0: Yeah. We
1: looked it, it was like, we had just watched all these really heavy movies. Oh, you needed it. And then we were like, let's watch the prom. That's the
0: designer I'm working with. The, I'm sorry? That's the designer I'm working with. She did the prom.
1: <gasps> you can't. Oh, She's really good.
0: She's really nice. Her name is, is uh, right? Jamie McCall. Uh, she's very sweet, really, really good. Loves color, even though we're not allowed to use it. But <laughs> she's really fun. But if you
1: could use it, she yeah, love
0: it. yeah, like she used a lot of color in the prom and politician and all, but not this. Yeah, the prom was fun, and you're right, it was needed. Like uh, all of a sudden, I need, I need that. That other Meryl Streep movie that was. Um, put out the same week like Let Them Talk that, yeah. that's on HBO Max that's pretty good too. Diane Wiest is in that and she's so good and Candace Who Bergen it's yeah. so good. That
1: was sad too though.
0: I know I mean I guess it wasn't like so good but it was like I can't believe I'm watching these three women good. I know. This is what's making it so good but yeah, yeah it was sad
1: it was sad. They were They were amazing though I love Diane Wiest.
0: I love Diane Wiest. Me
1: too.
0: I wish she was in more things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Anything, do you have a film you wish you decorated, whether it's like Wizard of Oz or whatever? Mm-hmm.
1: There was one that, uh, it's an older one, and it was the first one where I really, just saw the details and I was like, oh, I so wanna do that. It was called Unstrung Heroes and Larry Diaz decorated it. Oh. And I didn't know him very well, but I wrote to him. I felt I don't know, somehow I got his email address and I wrote him a (laughs) wrote him a note and said Oh that's
0: awesome.
1: I just can't believe this thing was so amazing. There were it was some guy who was like a hoarder, but it was before anybody knew what it was called. And he had all these little, like, bundles of stuff all wrapped in string. And, oh, my God, it was so beautiful.
0: Ugh.
1: And, oh, I just thought, oh, oh, I want to do a movie like that.
0: <laughs> I love I love being inspired when you see, like, like, I always think of Capote and, like, even the salt and pepper shakers on the table. Like, to me, I was, like, mesmerized. I always think of that thing you know, there's little things in films where you're like, or I say, I say it to all the decorators. I, I could never have done that. I could never have done that. Like you did Vice. Like I could never, or Sicario. I would have read that script and been like, no, thanks. Later. Um, you, you know just... the
1: funny thing about that one? When we were in Douglas on the crazy Arizona dream one, with <laughs> and Faye Dunaway, they were, they had just had this giant drug bust. <laughs> The, the fire marshal who shut down the street for me took us down into the tunnel. There, there was a drug tunnel.
0: Oh my God.
1: He took us down there to show us that he would show it off to everybody. It was like this genius thing that these drug dealers did. Oh yeah. And when I walked into the, my very first day on Sicario, I got, I came from the airport. I still had my bag on my shoulder and Patrice is so passionate and he drags me over and he's like, and we're gonna do these drug tunnels and I went, I was in that one. <laughs> and he was like, What? I said, Yeah, that's in Douglas, Arizona. And I stood in there and he was like blown you were, away.
0: You were made you were made to decorate that movie.
1: It was insane.
0: That's incredible. What a full circle moment of a drug tunnel.
1: That was weird. I mean it's like no, that's not how they were. they it was? They had fans along.
0: The... <laughs> oh my God! That's so great. That's Weird. so great that you had already been in it.
1: <laughs> it was crazy. We had no money on that one either. I get the ones that don't. How is this
0: possible? A... How did you do Sicario with no money? I don't get it. There must I have been a I thousand got... sets in that movie.
1: A lot. There were a lot of sets. I think I had. I don't even think I had five hundred thousand. <gasps> oh. Like three something.
0: That's a major huge film.
1: Yeah, it was. We spent a lot of time at the thrift store. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> they knew my name at the thrift store, <laughs> Brent and I.
0: Brent uh, is so good.
1: If with you today? They would say, "Oh uh, no, I'll call the truck now." <laughs> you will pull up the
0: truck. You got some good stuff today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you do. That makes me even more jealous of your talent. That you have done all these huge movies with no money.
1: That's sweet. You know the the thing about Sicario that we were most proud of is we built the border crossing.
0: Oh yeah, in the the interior, or the ex where the cars are,
1: where the cars come up mm-hmm. and go through the toll booths.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh wow. We built
1: that. We built that on a balloon field in Albuquerque, New Mexico.
0: I've been to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I've been to that balloon field, I believe. (laughs)
1: Yep, we paved it. And they painted the lines, and they, so we had the approach to it, and then the toll booths, which I found in a junkyard.
0: Oh my God, you're a digger.
1: I found all but one. We had to build one to match the, the ones I found. Um, they built the whole crossing, the 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 sidewalks, the 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 archways. Everything. Wow! And then to the other side, they there was pavement there too. So there was pavement on both sides, and then the toll booths, and then they cut in with the footage of the real.
0: Thing. Oh my god!
1: It was wild. It was wild. It was blue screen on either end. And...
0: You've pulled you've pulled off some big ones.
1: It's, a, it's some crazy stuff. you know two wall sets everywhere and that kind you know it's been interesting learning all that that you really can't cheat.
0: Yeah you know, Or, cheat You can't you really can cheat but then you always get caught when <laughs> when you, when it you, it's just you cheating. <laughs> well, that's true When I try to it's cheat nice. I get caught. <laughs> Everybody has to agree. Yeah, everybody has to be in on it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, I didn't think they'd open that closet. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know why you put a bar in there. I didn't was going to dress it. How much car, co- closet's cost, to dress, forget it. Oh my god. I love the dress
1: closets.
0: Oh, it's so much money to dress closets. I love them. We dress every drawer. In this in this my world I'm in every drawer every closet every filing cabinet is dressed I could I can vouch for that now it's, it's a lot it's a lot going on it's a lot for the buyers to do unfortunately and a lot to the dressers and it's a lot that's
1: a lot
0: um so you're gonna talk to me about this obi One. <laughs> uh off the air but um (laughs) i i'm so dumbfounded with everything i learned from you tonight i really gotta process all this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) are you kidding (laughs) plus yeah i get to plug you for maverick i get to plug you for like (laughs) obi-wan you're like you got shit coming out for the next like two years no it's
1: gonna be fun
0: yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for uh to see how Mank does at the academy too. I think it's going to do very well. Hope so. I hope so. I, I hope really, so. Do you vote for yourself? I'm really excited about it. <laughs> do you I'm vote really. Do you vote for yourself? Oh
1: hell yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 you have to. You have to vote for yourself. Yeah.
1: Have
0: to. What if I'm my only vote? I have to vote for myself. I
1: know, right? <laughs> I'm sure there have been a few times that I was. <laughs>
0: well, me too.
1: <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I recognize all the other people who are really great, but when you feel really good about something, I definitely throw it in there.
0: Oh, well, yeah, you have to. Um, I am so thankful that you gave me this time and I took up oh. your whole night. I'm so sorry for making you come <laughs> talk Hi. to me so late.
1: Yeah, it was um, fun. It was really fun. Thank um, you. But I'm,
0: I'm also thankful that. to get to know you better because you're amazing and you're inspiring. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs>
1: thank you. That's very sweet.
0: Um, I hope to see you someday.
1: You know, I know. And I won't be in the prep houses very much. No. At all. If at all. Because i got to build all of my shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And you're probably doing like ten episodes or eight episodes or something, so it's only six. Oh, Ugh. <laughs> Bomber. Well, you'll see how that goes shooting though. You might you and I might be on the same <laughs>
1: <boat>. <laughs> two years from now we'll be having the same conversation. Yeah. So when are they gonna air
0: yeah. one? <laughs> when are they gonna air our shit that we worked <laughs> on in twenty twenty? Now, if that interview doesn't want to make you decorate or design, I don't know. Wait to, I mean, actually, wait to hear next week's. I mean, such good stories of uh, being so creative and so talented. She's so good. I'm so lucky to have met her through the SDSA and um, just really lucky that I... um, I can... I hope I can call her a friend. <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, I think I can. Um, she's just super. And uh, I've learned a lot from watching her films and have stolen quite a bit from her. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Next episode, you'll hear all about Jan Pascal's early days and talking more about films like Training Day and um working with harris ford on hollywood and homicide and george clooney and suburbicon and her version of the handmaid's tale which was amazing i mean i didn't get to watch it but i mean the <laughs> the sets the pictures of the sets i saw plus the stories that she has phenomenal she has a lot of fade Dunaway stories too which is really good it's really good so um i hope you'll catch that one next week and then the week after one of Jan's counterparts in many of those spectacular films is Jim Bissell and I mean I don't even really have to give you homework for him because you've seen it you have seen his work E.T. which everyone has seen E.T. Falcon and the Snowman, Boy Who Fly, Harry and the Hendersons, Arachnophobia, the Rocketeer Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Spiderwick Chronicles, Good Night and Good Luck, Monuments Men, Jack Reacher, Suburbicon, and recently The Midnight Sky. I mean, I might have to make that into a two-parter too because he, ugh, I really learned a lot from that interview, so yeah, you're going to like that one too. I hope you got an earful. I'm Kim Wannup for Decorating Pages. I know. You're looking for the perfect Valentine's Day present, aren't you? Look no further and float on a Stogie Floaty. Stogie Floaty Luxury Pool Float, available now on Etsy and StogieFloaty.com.